Welcome to That's Kind of Wavy. We're your hosts, Shaysel, Jill, and Nikki. So, how are y'all doing this week? Um, I'm pretty good. Having a crabby week for no reason than mental health, so. I've been watching a lot of Spongebob to feel better. Nice, nice, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was saying to Joe when you were on, I was like, I feel like an indicator of my mental health as bad as that I'm watching Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, low-key makes sense. Yeah. I know. Well, like, you. I'm thinking of yeah. the, the periods of time. When I'm, I'm thinking of the periods of time obsession. where you binge watch Snapchat. Or not Snapchat, <laughs> Spongebob. <laughs> You've been watching Snapchat. That'd be a new low. You're binge videos? watching things on Snapchat. That would definitely yeah, like indicate. Like the Daily Mail. Daily Mail. Yeah. yeah, that would definitely indicate that your mental this health is not good. This woman had 10 children or whatever it is. <laughs> just TikTok drama. With a baby. Or with, with a belly of just like a like super swollen with like veins yeah, and Yeah, and it's always just like, like, I don't know. I'm like, I feel like this is like really intense to just like be thrown onto my like, discover page. oh i know they're like this wife murdered her whole family <laughs> find out how i will say though that sometimes i do fall victim to those i know because sometimes they're just too intriguing oh, yeah. i'm like how can i not look at this i know I'm like, right how am i not supposed to look at like this man cut off his wife's toes and ate them <laughs> like, of course i'm gonna look at that right um, well, my week this week was a little interesting. So as I said on the last episode, I moved to Buffalo this weekend. So Saturday, the, I was driving the whole day pretty much. And since then, that, that was only like two days ago. It feels like five days ago in my mind right now. But since then, I've just been like moving stuff into my new apartment, painting my bedroom and trying to set stuff up without having any furniture, which is a struggle as I found out. Um, but yeah, it's been exciting, but also exhausting. So that's, that's been my past few days. The, the rest of the week, nothing happened. So ignore that. <laughs> but yeah, Shaysel, what about your week? Um, well, first of all, that's so exciting. Although I also understand how stressful that is. And I also understand the whole setting things up without furniture is very difficult like when I was sitting up my apartment and stuff it felt impossible to decorate without having every single thing in mind because it's like everything needs to go together so yeah it's difficult um but yeah my week has been interesting it feels like a blur for no reason other than the fact that I've been so stressed (laughs) that my brain just can't keep up it feels like as if it was finals week after a really hard semester but like I'm not in school right now I've just had so many like appointments that I've been putting off and stuff and like social things which have been like fun I'm glad that I've been seeing people and stuff but oh my god it just I have not had things back to back to back for like weeks on end in a while so it's been a lot but like tomorrow's a little slower so that that's kind of lit that's that's how my week's been nice Well, like you said, it's like, at least it's all good stuff. Yeah. Or for the right. most part, good stuff. Right. I just don't understand why. I mean, as you guys know, my whole issue with sleep, I don't understand. Yesterday, I did make myself go to bed, like, kind of early. It's just that every time I get back from a social a social situation, it's hard for me to, like, 
go right to bed because I always think, oh, this is me time now. And I always do that. Even if I'm like exhausted after a super long day and after like so many nights of just not sleeping enough, I still do it again. And I just need to force myself to not only have like one night of restful sleep a month. I don't know why I do that, but yeah, I need to like really take care of my shit. Damn, once a month? I mean, no, literally, like, I've, for years, for, like, for the life that I can remember, I think, I mean, most nights, for sure, I don't get enough sleep, and it's, like, a treat for me to, I mean, it's not even a treat, because I don't like doing it, it's, but it's, like, a rarity for me to get eight hours of sleep, like, I get eight hours of sleep, like, or more than that, max, like, max three times a month max is it because i don't know why because like you're going to bed really late or because like you just can't like stay asleep no i don't have thankfully i don't have a problem i used to have like some insomnia problems it's not at all and i haven't been going to bed like that that late anymore but my mind and i know this is like an adhd thing that i've learned a lot about and also like there's this thing called sleep revenge or some shit like that on like adhd accounts where when you've had like when you're used to having like a really busy life, it feels like nighttime is your only you time. So it feels like you want to like rebel against sleep and have it be like, oh, well, now this is my time where I can truly relax. I can't have any obligations. Everyone else is asleep type of thing. Um, So it's a mix of that. And also for some reason, like with my ADHD, I really struggle with accepting the concept of time, I guess. I know that I have to get up every single day, like no later than eight ten, but my mind still thinks that like I can push it later at night and that I'm still going to get enough sleep. And it's like the variable, like there is no variable, like I have to get up at the same time. But for some reason, I still treat my nighttime as a variable. I don't understand. I'm trying to change it, but it's literally been a work in progress for at least 10 years at this point, and I'm really struggling with it. Like, even if I have everything in check, like, which I don't right now, but, like, if I have, like, working out in check, diet in check, all that stuff, it's still, like, oh, sleep is just not my friend, dude, and it, I don't like it. Damn. But, yeah, yeah, that's, it's fine. It's it's a problem that I can fix. I just need to learn how the fuck to do that. But, Yeah. Also, a disclaimer, I'm sorry if my audio quality is terrible right now. I don't really know what's going on. Like, there's a storm coming, but it's not happening yet. And yet my microphone is just not having it. So I apologize, everyone. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. Okay, so do you want to move on to our topic for the day? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Okay, so today we're talking about social media and our relationship to it, which we all know that social media is a topic that everyone's talked about for years and years now, but I feel like this is a little bit of a different take because I don't feel like individual relationships to social media are discussed as frequently. Um, And yeah, as a disclaimer um, and a trigger warning, we will be talking about topics like body dysmorphia um dieting stuff like that and influencer culture yes so yeah if you're not into that or down with it then we should suggest that you turn it off (laughs) simply yeah tune in next week (laughs) (laughs) yeah tune in back again because don't don't leave us forever but 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So do you guys think that your social media accurately represents who you are? Um, I think so because I like, uh, well, I guess I'll explain my relationship with social media in the sense that, uh, one thing I didn't say last episode is that I am a sex worker. I have an OnlyFans and that's actually my main source of income. And so I do a lot of like advertising and promoting through social media. So now I don't personally use social media a lot because it's like I do that all day like I'm on Twitter all day oh boo which sounds like oh woe is me I'm on Twitter all day but it really is like I mean think about like when you're like so bored and you're like even Twitter isn't stimulating it's like I hit yeah. that point and then I have to stay on because it's my job right um so like then when I have free time I'm not like let me get on social media because I just did that all day um so I would say like when I do use it, I kind of like lazy use it in the sense of like, I'm just like, oh, I like this picture and I do a quick edit and I post it and I just kind of like do whatever first caption comes to mind because it's like I still want to like use my social media, but I don't want to like try that hard. But so I feel like that in turn then makes it accurate because I'm just like, yeah, this is literally what. I was thinking when I posted this <laughs> instead of like thinking really hard. But then on my sex work social media, it does not accurately depict me. But that's like intentional because I'm like, I don't want you to know who I really am. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Joe, what about you? Um, I feel like I have a weird relationship with social media. I, I think that my Twitter 100% accurately represents who I am because I just like tweet whatever I don't really care I don't try to like filter myself on there but my Instagram is it's a I wouldn't I don't know if I would call it like completely accurate because I mean I want myself to like seem cool because I have over a thousand followers I'm wow. so famous influencer <laughs> <laughs> not that I like tried to really get them those are mostly people that found me on tinder okay but, I mean, I, I post pictures where I, like, look really good or, you know, they're semi-edited, like, to look cooler, like, filters or, you know, I don't know, making my skin clear. Because whatever. I don't really care that much. But I don't like to heavily edit myself and, like, how I look because I think that that is harmful to my own mental health and... I just think it's weird if people in real life like see those photos and they're like clearly that's not what you look like so I don't know I try to keep my f my photos to like pictures that I think were really good or like nature pictures because those are the two things that I feel like I want to display photos of on my Instagram so that's that's what I post and that's what I enjoy but I mean other than that those are like the two main social medias that I use so it's weird like on one side it's like extremely accurate to who I am and on the Instagram side it's a mix which I feel like is kind of a common theme that people feel with their social media I don't know um maybe it's no, not I, actually I definitely agree like different platforms like give different 
energy. I don't yeah, know how right? to explain it. Like, For sure. Twitter, easier to like be like, yeah, whatever. I'll say whatever I want to say. And then Instagram feels like it's expected of you to be more like curated. Right. So. Which we'll also like kind of talk about. Yeah. Because I feel like that's um, kind of changing with people doing like photo dumps now. So I feel like the the idea of Instagram is kind of changing back to like how it was when it first started with people just posting like random shit. So uh, that's in a way good, yeah. but also weird because influencer culture is like centered around Instagram. So I don't know. It's it's going to be an interesting time for Instagram in the next few years, I think. But Chaisal, what about you? What's your relationship? I have a very, very complicated relationship with social media. Um, it's something that I think about literally almost every single day, especially since my last semester in college. I took a class on psychological anthropology, which was like one of the best classes ever. And our first assignment was about identities our identities and the fact that there's not just one self we have multiple selves in different situations and we were talking about our social media self and I don't know it's like I definitely mainly use Instagram I used to be on Twitter pretty frequently too but in the past year I got off of it and ever since like I've tried getting back on here and there and I'm just not in more which I'm kind of happy about I already spent enough time on social media apps I hate that Instagram is my main social media app, but it's the one that I check multiple times a day, every single day. And I'd never thought that would have happened on Instagram. Um, I don't know. It's like my Instagram is me for sure. Because like what I put on there is like me dressing up and stuff like that and editing pictures in certain ways, which like I love doing. And I love dressing up in certain themes for Instagram posts and in general, but it's hard because at the same time, like, that's not fully me, which I don't expect Instagram to, like, be able to show all of me. Even if I, like, showed, I don't know, more raw versions of myself, it still wouldn't be all of me because it's just, like, a static form of social media, I guess. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of see my Instagram as, like, an art portfolio for myself, but... At the same time, it definitely makes me hold myself to certain standards as if I was an influencer, which, like, I don't understand why. Like, I, I feel like I need to stick to my in certain ways and, like, the persona that I put on there. Otherwise, I feel like a fraud, which I definitely want to talk more about because what made me think of that was the Khloe Kardashian post that was going on a couple of weeks ago, which at this point is kind of dated because everything moves so fast on the Internet, as we all know. Um but if you guys don't know what that was, it was something about, like, someone posted a picture of Khloe Kardashian that was unedited, which, like, she still looked bomb in her picture. It just, like, was clearly not edited. And, like, I don't know, I guess her body shape wasn't what she typically photoshops it to be or something. So her and her family completely freaked out. And, like, instead of just, like, not saying anything about it, they, which, like, they probably should have done. Or, I don't know, have said something but, like, have not made a big deal about it. They, like, did this whole thing where they made people delete it and, like, I don't know, took legal action with it yeah. and everything. And actually, before I continue, I want to I wanna know your guys' take on that. I'm kind of the <laughs> – for the listeners, you two already know this, but I'm more <laughs> – like, not even, like, a Scrooge, but I it makes me feel like a boomer <laughs> talking about social media because I'm just, like – 
what like I just I have so much like in my life that like I want to care about it and stuff like I wish I was still more into social media but like I just like literally like forget about it but um so like I actually had no idea about this Khloe Kardashian thing until like two hours ago (laughs) um (laughs) which like I feel like I'm like pretty with pop culture I was thinking about that how I like didn't know about that and I was like I feel like I like know pop culture and I realized I like don't know influencer pop culture like I don't really know any YouTube people unless you guys have shown them to me and like I don't know Instagram influencers or like TikTok people and stuff like that and I feel like like obviously I know who the Kardashians are but like this scandal I feel scandal quote-unquote um like falls kind of under the umbrella of influencer pop culture would you guys agree yeah yeah for sure yeah so I like didn't even know about it but then like learning about it I was just like why is this like even a thing why I get like their brand has become like their curves and stuff so it's essentially like (laughs) this is actually do you guys remember (laughs) when um there was like the video of like domino's workers like farting on the pizza oh my god yeah <laughs> what was that it Wait, was like what? it was I called something i haven't heard of that specific it was like in like 2010 they were like it, literally like spitting in the food and it, they were taking videos and like making a joke out of it like yeah cooking up people's food on the line like as they're cooking a pizza and yeah then- and one of it is like they like put their butt over it and like farted yeah on. they like i think they put like hair like pubes Ew. into it or something oh my yeah God. yeah yeah so if like literally this i can see that like okay that's misrepresenting your brand so you're gonna freak out and get rid of it and so like in that context i get it but it's like what makes me feel like a boomer is that i'm like why is this like even like a topic of conversation like if she i get like oh it's unedited and she like we already all knew everybody knows they're edited like are we you know like why is it like such a surprise to see an unedited thing and then why is it such a surprise that they wouldn't want an unedited thing like to me it was just like oh yeah and so i don't know i i feel like it like was not a big deal at all and like i just i don't know i just like don't get it i guess (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. My opinion of it is kind of the opposite. Um, when I saw this, I was like, this is this was what would have been a perfect opportunity for them to do something like good for the feminist community, not even just yep. the feminist community, but like people that use social media, especially young people who are like the people that are in their audience, like they could have used this as a moment to like help people's growth about their body image and they chose to do the complete opposite and try to like uphold the idea that chloe's body her edited body is her real body and like why why do we need to do something like that when already beauty standards are so high for women and they're just doing nothing but upholding those standards and like making people feel bad about having a normal body the idea of putting out cease and desist letters for a photo of you that's unedited is so harmful to people everywhere like anyone who uses social media I'm just like please please don't listen to Chloe because your natural body is beautiful and it always will be yes yes preach I I, I definitely I agree with I agree with you Nikki I think 
Well, okay. First of all, I, I learned mo- more, most of this information from Snitchery's vid video on YouTube about it. Um, I don't know if you guys know who Snitchery is. She's like a makeup artist um, who's super cool. And she, she made a video talking about this scandal and basically said what you guys about how like why is this even a problem but also the problems with this being a problem and she mentioned something that was super interesting to me she talked about how it's problematic because they themselves created these beauty standards that they clearly can't uphold without editing themselves because it's just not possible even with all their plastics on social media but I remember her mentioning that Chloe, after the fact, posted a bunch of videos or like a post saying like, see, like basically saying, see, I like, I don't know if it was like a montage or just a picture. I can't remember, but it was just like her showing her, well, quote unquote, actual stomach size and stuff. like that. And that to me was like almost triggering because I have, as you guys know, I've had really bad body disorder in the past. Still comes up here and there. Thankfully, it's gotten a lot better in the past like three years shout out therapy um but I like I'm not defending her even though I know that she's also a vic- she's a victim of this but also she created it so like I can't totally feel bad but also like things aren't black and white so I don't know she's caught in the middle of her own mess but um yeah I like her feeling the need to like defend herself and her body supposedly actually looks like reminds me of like how I used to feel like I couldn't stand if there was ever a picture of me that was unedited posted because that to me was ruining my brand it was like if I look like not if I don't look like the pictures that I post on my own Instagram then that doesn't feel like I'm a fraud and it would make me feel like people thought that I was like catfishing when like I wasn't because I truly like especially now in the past three years I don't edit my, edit my pictures in that way I'll like smooth my skin and stuff which like I don't get that like why wouldn't yeah. you do that if you yeah. could? Um, or like I remember in 2017, it was really bad. I had used Facetune before, like the first Facetune, but Facetune 2 came out around that time. When it, like it had features to like make your nose smaller and like your face smaller and all that stuff. And for a period of time, every single picture I posted, I needed to put through that. Like even if I looked like good in a picture where I thought like I looked good naturally, I still oh, but it could look better. So I would need to edit every single one. And if there was ever a picture of me posted that like I didn't edit, I don't know. It made it made me feel in the same way like was an influencer as if I was like gonna be called out for like I don't know not being who I was like trying to be online. And I still, I mean, I definitely I don't edit my pictures like that anymore, thankfully. And I definitely don't really see it that way. But still, like if someone posts a picture of me where like I don't look my best because like they look better in it or something, which is understandable, I I still like have these ruminating thoughts about it like oh my god people are gonna see this and be like ew this is what she actually looks like what's on her instagram then i i don't get it i mean it's for a lot of reasons it's definitely like mostly mental health related and because of my previous experiences growing up with like fat shaming and stuff even though i was never overweight it's just my family for some reason when i was younger made me feel like i was overweight and literally in span in spanish in spanish they called me gordita which means fatty (laughs) when i was little Oh my god, yeah, yeah, that like that was a thing forever. And they would literally make me work out and stuff when I was like seven. No, actually younger than seven. They'd put me to work out all the time and would make me eat. like not my mom, thankfully, not my immediate family. It was like my distant family. I really don't understand why that was a thing. 
And then because of that, like whenever I'd go home to, whenever I'd go to Miami to visit them, I, I'm totally oversharing right now, but (laughs) that's me, baby. (laughs) Um, whenever I go to Miami, I like, when I first started losing weight in high school, I was so excited to go and be like, yes, like I'm going to be praised for losing weight. And I was, so yeah. And like, thankfully I'm so not in that place right now after working so hard to get out of that mindset, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, it is mainly mental health related because of my body dysmorphia, depression, anxiety, all that jazz, but <laughs> I'm not trying to minimize it to astrology, but I do feel like my Capricorn rising plays a role. Um, so like, I don't know if you guys, I mean, I know you guys know about Capricorns, but in general, Capricorns are like known to be perfectionists and stuff. And your rising placement has to do with the mass that you present to the outer world. So I think that part of me being so obsessed with being perfect in every possible way has to do with that. I like I can't stand if any part of me doesn't look like the perfect person. It's like I want to be this like manic pixie dream girl that I'm not because I'm human. And yeah, I don't know. It's like we all perform to an extent in society, but and I am who I am with like everyone without a doubt. But yeah. at the same time, it, it just feels like this performance where like even like having my like apartment like I cannot stand having people come over if my apartment isn't completely clean because in my mind it's like oh my god that's going to ruin their image of me like I'm perfect like how can I how can I have a messy apartment if I'm perfect so yeah is interesting because it's like isn't it like people are more like accessible I guess and like easier to get along with when you see their flaws like it makes them more human and right. so it's interesting, like, at least for me personally. So, like, if I thought somebody, like, one of my friends growing up, their house was, like, perfect. And so I hated having them over because my house was messy. And so I, if I had seen that their house could be cluttered, too, like, it would have made me more comfortable. Like, to me, seeing people's flaws is, like, what makes them relatable, you know? I, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I I agree with that to an extent. I feel like it's more, I don't know, like subconsciously, I think that I I, like do that a lot. Like I think people are more relatable when you can see their flaws, but I feel like it's more important to me to see that in influencers because like those are the people that I actively spend time watching and like consuming their content. So I, like, want to see their flaws. I don't want to have to see them as, like, a godly person or, like, some idol, you know, like, in the sense of, like, a religious idol. But, like, with my friends, I'm like, I I don't necessarily notice it that much. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, once I get to know somebody, definitely. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Like, when, you, when you're first starting to get to know someone, I'm like, okay, are they going to judge me if I do this thing right now? Because, like, they seem like they don't. Or yeah. are they going to, like, not care? I don't know. Exactly. Well, and also, literally, Jill, what you were saying, though, makes me think of, like, People Magazine had a good idea, but they did not execute it when they would be like, stars, they're just like us. <laughs> and no, it's right. like, oh, oh my Spears God. wheeling her trash can down to the <laughs> street. Yeah. And it's like, wow, they take the trash out. Right. <laughs> like, like, damn. They're human, too. I know. Yeah, it should, like, be like, oh, they get constipated or something that's, like, actually, like, would make <laughs> right, you feel insecure. Like, they have to shit, too. Just yeah, like us. Right. <laughs> Which even then... I know. <laughs> It'd be low-hanging fruit. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely I agree with both of you guys, and uh, it it just sucks. Is like I feel like I mean, it would for sure be a step in the right direction, but it sucks that at this point, if influencers do start doing that, which I hope they do, it would still be an improvement. But I feel like it's just it's tainted me so much I mean all of us to an extent where I would still be able to work through it it's I'm just frustrated that it had to it had to happen in the first place like I'm frustrated that I am a regular person that I thankfully don't have to worry about being an influencer like I that is such a burden that I would not want to have and yet I like uphold myself to the standard of an influencer like I I I don't get it like I treat my Instagram as if it was an influencer where I can't ruin my brand because if anything moves from that brand then it's like oh I don't know just just these terrible things that no one has ever really even called me it's like these own my own limits that I place on myself for whatever reason just because that's what I see that influencers do and like that is for whatever reason what we value with beauty so that's like that's the goal and I've like subconsciously subconsciously taken on this responsibility to uphold that standard like for what (laughs) there's no reason do you think that like it's because subconsciously you see yourself potentially becoming an influencer one day or would you like hate the like the idea of that that's actually a really good question um like maybe I mean I guess I guess there have been times in my life since I put so much effort into my outfits and stuff like there have been times where I wish it could be like seen by a lot of people just because like I mean that's like my art and I I want it to be seen right but sometimes people like people have joked about that with me which I guess have like it's like planted that seed in my head like my friend my friend Caitlin um commencing to make a TikTok which I'm super happy to have done that because I I actually really enjoy the videos that I made and I'm going to continue doing that and like it made me so happy that her and her friends want to see my outfits so much that they want me to do that so I I love that and like people see that in me which I guess is definitely a part of it I think it's made me think that like oh I can be or something even if I'm not like always actively trying to but yeah it's just like it's it's definitely stressful for me but it's also funny because like for example my my um for my birthday I dressed up as Ari of course Evan Rain's music video and I needed everything to be so perfect. I removed every single thing from my kitchen, my whole ass hanging pot rack from my kitchen, which (laughs) took so much time just so it could look just like hers, which obviously it wasn't going to be like her kitchen, but I needed like a blank canvas so it could be as close to her picture as possible. Every single outfit that I recreate, like it takes me months to put together just like so much time online looking for like the perfect thing, which like I, I do love doing that. But then, and then I post it and it's like, you're welcome but it's like no one asked (laughs) so it literally feels like you're welcome you've all been waiting for this but it's like who no one's been waiting for it I mean I guess my friends have which is like lit but yeah yeah right I don't know I feel like sometimes I see myself potentially becoming an influencer just because I like want to be like d-list famous because I want to become friends with other famous people so I feel like that's kind of why I choose to post like only good photos of myself and photos that I think are like gonna be good if a lot of people saw them I don't want people to judge me based on my pictures because I already do enough judging of myself without that so I don't know I think that like just the just the idea like of possibly becoming an influencer has made me be like that and also because 
it seems like relatively easy to become an influencer like people just blow up on tiktok overnight now like yeah it, it really is possible so i don't know like why not try to do this if it is a possibility someday i don't know well no i I definitely totally agree i have a couple comments on that so number one on my sex work twitter i have twenty thousand followers and that's like woo. thank you but that's like nothing (laughs) status oh it's not though (laughs) like it's crazy i barely get like any interaction with my tweets like and so it's like you see people with like a lot of followers but it's like like one of my friends um that does sex work has like a hundred thousand and that she actually like that's when you like actually get interaction and so it's like crazy I don't know and also like I was so happy to hit 20,000 now I'm like oh my god just 20,000 so it is like a rabbit hole yeah but one thing about you guys talking about that like I realized the influencers that I like like I've told you guys I'm obsessed with like Hawk Hates You she's on TikTok and Instagram and she's a sex worker and she's like so friggin funny and she just like doesn't give a shit like she'll do like TikTok trends but be like goofing around the whole time yeah um and then like Emmy she's the one that oh yeah <laughs> I definitely yeah. have sent you guys to where um she's like I found her on TikTok and like Brittany was it broski yeah like those are the people that like crack me up and I really like and they're like technically influencers but they like have breakdowns on the internet and I guess I've thought about like okay if I somehow got big like that would definitely be like my brand is just like keeping it real yeah keeping it real yeah. and so I've and then I also, Chasel, I know me and you have talked about this, like, I'm so full of myself. Like, I hate myself <laughs> half the time, but I also, like, <laughs> I hate myself, but nobody else hates me. Like, I'm I'm so flawed, but I'm perfect at the same time. <laughs> right. Right. And so, and so I'm like, anything I post is amazing because it's me. And so, like, that definitely feeds into, like, I don't even, like, try that hard because, like, which sounds so obnoxious, but I guess it is obnoxious. But, like, I, like, do edit my pics a little bit. And, like, you guys said, smooth your skin and stuff. Or, like, I make TikToks and then I'm, like, perfect. It's amazing. And I, like, post it because I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and so I feel like that definitely, like, I don't know, feeds into it. And then, but I think if I was, like, more into more, like, quote, unquote, perfect influencers, then I might be a little bit pickier. But since I, like, see what they post, I'm like, oh, I can post like that, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, which just goes to show how important it is to, like, curate your feed a certain way and stuff. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, it's weird. I I don't follow any of the Kardashians because I don't like them. I mean, like, I do think that they have their own struggles. I don't think that just because, like, they're rich and stuff doesn't mean that they don't struggle with things. Clearly they do. But – I just don't like them. I don't like their impact on the world whatsoever. I just don't even like I, I don't their get content. It, like, I, like their content. Oh, is I know. So I don't boring. even like their content. Right. Right. So it's crazy because I really don't follow anyone like that. I don't follow anyone that like looks like them. Any of like the general influencer people. Like I follow like mainly mental health pages and like Ari accounts and stuff because you know I need my Ari content. Right. But um, but yeah. So I don't know. I think. I think it's just because, like, even if you if you don't follow it yourself, just, like, learning about it and seeing how trendy people dress and stuff like that and then wanting to be – I don't, like – there's not there's no one person I want to be like, but I don't know. You just – you get influenced by influencers, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They really be doing their jobs. <laughs> R- right. 
they really be out here influencing (laughs) we live in a society right (laughs) that's this whole conversation i know pretty much i guess question do you guys think that my social media accurately reflects me mostly instagram because that's the only one i ever like actually used when you guys knew me other than like because i did facebook when i was like a child yeah i guess like same way that like i I honestly would still say that mine represents because that is me but like you don't see all of you and not even intent like i don't think it's intentionally that you don't see all of you it's just that you don't post like emotional things on there and that's like a huge part of you just like me like my emotions are like the biggest that is my perspective in life is an emotional perspective through everything but my instagram doesn't really show that because i'm hiding it um so i i guess in that way it doesn't reflect all of you i think you're doing a good job of having most of it reflect you but that's what sucks i feel like there's just like absolutely no way no matter how hard you try to have it show all of you because like we're dynamic individuals just like any human is you know so yeah right but I, I think you do a better job at it than most people well thank you I like hearing the emotional thing it's not that I like wouldn't want people to see that of me it's that it's like in those moments I like don't give a shit about other people so I'm like I don't yeah. want to like yeah like- share this not because I'm ashamed of it, but because I'm like, I don't care if you know this about me or not, you know, like, yeah. this is something yeah. in the moment, like, I'm having this moment with myself or whoever I'm having it with, whether it's good or bad, like, I'm right, not, like, like, your your first I thought is not to, like, go post about it on social media, you know? Yeah, and so, and that is something, like, I feel like when people... And it depends on context. Obviously, like big events, people are going to get emotional and talk about that. And it's like fine. But when people's whole page is like, this was so moving. This was such a great experience. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, are you actually experiencing these things then? Or are you like recording them the whole time because you want to post them? Right. You know? True. Yeah. That is the other side of it. That is so true. Like, I have thought about that before, but. I haven't thought about it in in a while and I've wondered like why can't I capture these like candid moments like when I see TikToks of all these like snippets of day that look super cool and artsy I wonder like why can't I do that and I've tried doing it sometimes like when I was in California visiting Shannon but and I did it for some but like I'm really out here too busy living life I guess because I don't know how they do it like they they capture so many snippets that it's like are you like just recording the whole day which like they literally like no judgment (laughs) right like they must be which like no judgment honestly because like you know like I get it to an extent but like I couldn't personally do that I've tried and I literally can't and if like when we were in Maine if one of you guys were recording the whole time I like can you please stop because like I would just feel like then like when somebody's recording then I feel like something's expected to happen and it's that's like, true yeah I want to like, just sit here like I was enjoying like just sitting there on the couch watching tv with you, like Nathan for you and then if somebody was like ha- you know recording I'd be like oh my god I have to like are they expecting to be entertained yeah like <laughs> I feel I'm like not gonna do that right now the minute a camera is pointed at you I feel like I need to like put on a persona like I feel like I can't mm-hmm. act like completely myself if I know that you're gonna post it somewhere like I don't know it just makes me feel like I can't fully be myself if someone's like vlogging like if I know that we're gonna be making a video about something then I can like feel more comfortable and more prepared for it but if someone is just like pulls out their phone and they're about to record a vlog 
and I'm just like happened to be there, I'd be like, please don't get me in the shot. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, do you guys have any last thoughts on this topic? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I feel like we've covered a lot. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Much to think about, though. I do wish more people talked about their relationship with social media. Because like I said, like, obviously, the whole conversation about social media is overdone to an extent. Like, I mean, there are literally CT essays and stuff about it. Like, we got it's problematic but then there's also like the what about the pros and it's like at first it was for networking and whatever so like we we understand that whole debate but I really never hear about how it affects your identity in real life and I feel like that is something that we need to be discussing more and I hope we learn more about with like research and as time goes on and hopefully it doesn't totally negatively impact society even though it kind of is but it's fine right (laughs) to end on a lighter note we can talk about our bad movie of the week, Songbird. <laughs> I literally forgot that that's name, what it's bro. called. Right. That, that, that has nothing to do with the movie. Right? Like, why, where did they come up with that? They were just like, we can't name this COVID, COVID oh, they're movie. They're like Hunger Games vibes. Yeah, right? Like, I pictured the, oh my God. the bird I didn't even emblem. think about that. Yeah, that's I didn't I, even like, think about that. was just thinking about it, how it was like mocking Jay. Mm-hmm. That's like what I yeah, was thinking about. Yeah. Like I was like, oh wow, they were like, what's like some post apocalyptic vibe? Yeah, they're right. like bird. <laughs> right, yeah, and, and, and they choose because the right. bird and, box too. Yeah, 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 and they. I'm surprised that I mean I see that connection now for sure, and I'm surprised that they would connect it to that because I feel like it doesn't relate to that. <laughs> well, I don't apocalyptic think. I don't think it was whatsoever. In, no, I, I know it was intentional, but I think it's like it. It is interesting, like what the what's up with birds man like no seriously <laughs> what's up with the birds, deal though? with birds <laughs> i like birds please do not slander them no oh my god uh okay, no, but today ass. we're talking about how we want when we have a house we're gonna get a bird Aww. we want a cockatoo or a parrot so yeah okay we watch we watch bird, bird. videos together <laughs> that's sweet uh, on a hinge i've seen a lot of like which ugh First of all, I hate when I see the same prompts, prompt answers over and over again because it's like, I know. can you be more original? Right. And one of the is always like, I can't remember the prompt question. Answer is always like, birds aren't real. And it's like, wow, oh, you're so like, cool, what, what dude. You're so you edgy or something. Right. Like, what? What is even? What does that take? <laughs> like, okay, you, cool. Did you know about that conspiracy when it was going around? That people think like birds are. Uh, yeah, they're like spies the from government. the government. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I kind of know about it, but it's okay. Still... <laughs> no, I mean, I it's dumb as right shit. Like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't know if you had heard about it because it was like, I feel like it was like a thing for like a week and a half, which is so short. I know, but people right. still. And people like are still a, talking about it. It's like a millennial humor thing at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh. like, why did that one stick? I know. That one is just so unoriginal and just like dumb and vapid. <laughs> I know. I'm like, let's not hate on birds. Birds are right. real. Birds are real. Period. Also, <laughs> period. Literally. And that's it's not like period. This, <laughs> it's like the same energy, but like, you guys are going to, like, it's the same energy, but worse as like, they did surgery on a grape. Because honestly, Dead they ass. did surgery on a grape is actually funny. I know. I don't know why <laughs> know. it's funny, but it is funny. No, that one's definitely still the day, I would say. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Iconic. I'm laughing right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, back, back to Songbird. Yeah. Okay, so 
thankfully this movie is fresh in my mind because I watched it with our friends Jenny and Allie and I'm glad that we did because we we all watched it together a couple of weeks ago when we were Jill in Maine and I was so high <laughs> that I did not remember anything I took edibles that I had not taken before in a much higher dose than usual and I was quite literally not on this planet <laughs> so <laughs> I don't remember much but now I do and oh my god that was such a shit show and I think we need to start with just tone deaf it is that we are still in the middle <laughs> of the pandemic it's not even it's not even like a month after things have been officially better or something right it is straight up still in the pandemic and they thought let's make a movie about a pandemic which they also still would have been tone deaf but they could have easily like called it something else and like you know could have said like oh no it's not about that even though we all know it's about that right but for them to call it like I think it was COVID twenty two. I think it was one yeah, of those yeah, two. Yeah, COVID twenty three. I think because it was yeah. four years into it's lockdown. It's the same vibe as like if they in nineteen forty two they make Schindler's List. Like it's like <laughs> this shit is still going on. Dead. Like ass. literally, as the Holocaust is still happening. Yeah. Right. Like it's like yeah. there are still like mass deaths. And they're like, let's have Archie ride around on a bike. (laughs) They had to have been filming this, like, literally at the height of the pandemic. Because this movie just came out, like... And it's also produced by Michael Bay. Let's just put that out there, okay? I I just... I, like, I truly can't even believe that. I know. I I just can't even believe the fact that it was produced and how many big names. I mean, like... That art, I can't. What's the Archie guy's name? KJ something. KJ oh, Appa yeah. something. Okay, like I can see him being in shitty movies because he's just like he'll take whatever he can get, right. you know. <laughs> and like he's still low. <laughs> he's he still literally low level the epitome enough. of like beauty and no brains. Like I feel like he like <laughs> yes does not have a single thought in his head. He's a which, himbo. Yes, he is. <laughs> he he really is though. So I can see him being in it because I, I haven't seen any of his other movies, but I know that he's in other random movies that no one's heard of. But there are other big actors in this. Other names, but like they've all been in big things. Like Greg Robinson. One... Oh, yeah. Which <laughs> character was that? Is that the old he's guy? Like, with no, the that's he's the like guy the guy from tech. The or, no, yeah, he's like the UPS guy. The oh, guy, that yeah, guy. He's like oh, the boss. God. The boss yeah. of Archie. He's in This okay. Is the End, she said. Yeah, he's friends with oh, yeah, James no. Franco. I know him from and, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I... Okay, yeah, that was weird. And also seeing that guy, that the older man that was, like, hooking up with that person and was, like, a dad. You guys know what I'm talking about? Like, a white beard. You guys know this actor. I don't know his name. But do you guys know who I'm talking about in the movie, though? I can't remember him. Like, the guy who was was helping people, like, get the fake, fake, uh, Yeah, he was selling them. Oh, he's the guy that was from prison Because he was cheating. No, no, that was the bad guy. That was the bad guy. I mean, these are both bad men, but like, I'm not talking about the obvious bad guy. Like, I'm talking that one, which also we need to talk about that one because they tried so hard to make him as sleazy as possible. I'm talking about I'm talking about the man that like he lives in a really nice house with his wife. I can't remember her name, but oh she's also God. a big he, figure. Isn't he in Get Out? I'm looking at a photo of him. Yes, right now. Yeah, he is. It's that he's guy. in Get Out, and he's also in The Handmaid's Tale, and it's and a bunch of other things too. And I'm like, how in the world are you in this movie? Because I can be a good actor. But yeah, so I don't understand. And since you mentioned that sleazy guy, Nikki, I wanted to talk about 
am because after rewatching it yesterday, Jenny and I were talking about this. Why did they go so hard with him? Like, not in a good way. Like, why why did they feel that they needed to make him the worst possible character ever? They could have made him medium bad. But, like, every single line he had needed to just make him, like, the world's greatest villain ever. And it's like, why? We get it. He's bad. <laughs> it's because it's one of those movies that, like, literally, like, thinks that... It, it it's one of those movies where it's just self-aware enough to know that it's stupid so the people watching it are probably going to be stupid yeah. so they need to spoon feed everything yeah, yeah. it's a movie where True. they have to like give all the context in every sentence because they think no one is going to be able to understand like subtlety yeah. true though true but also like, um demi moore is also in this movie yes that's <laughs> who it was that, that's that's that guy's wife the guy from get out in the movie oh god yeah yeah that was strange yeah um but that other guy the sleazy guy i remember one line and i I need to look it up it was like he said put that hag in a bag or something about (laughs) (laughs) i remember that wait are you talking about like the doctor or something or like the the guy who was like he's like i know that you're lying or like no he's the guy that would make oh wait the guy from he the was government. the guy that would like hunt down people with COVID. Yeah, he was from the government. I think you're thinking of the right person, Joel, but he, I don't think he was a doctor. I don't remember what he was. I thought he was just like... He was like the ringleader. Yeah. The one that would yeah. shank people for no reason. That one. Because <laughs> of course Love he did. Him. I feel like I don't remember half of this movie. <laughs> I know. Right, I, though? I was like, I was stoned, but I was like... I could follow and I feel like my brain has just been like this is useless information I know wipe it. it just immediately left my brain as as it was still playing yeah I remember more from Breaking Wind than I remember from that. oh my god that's another movie oh. we have to talk about eventually yeah. <laughs> for real that one I definitely need to rewatch because I don't I mean I remember parts of it I remember the fact that they they kept farting right yeah yeah I do remember that it was a Breaking Dawn parody. yeah yeah I do remember that, but yeah, that's about it. Oh my god, wait! This movie, Songbird, was released in Taiwan on January eighth. Wait, of this what? year or last year? Of this year, and but apparently it came out in twenty twenty. Yeah. What? Oh my god, the top! I didn't even know that you could, that like Google had tags for movies, but I'm looking at it. It says the top voted tags are boring, corny. <laughs> forgettable overhyped cringeworthy predictable cliche simple story bad acting i mean that (laughs) pretty much describes it so go out and watch this movie wonderful i'm I'm looking at the cast list right now and so i don't know if this is the guy from prison break but it says his character's name is boomer like is that his the name of him or is it is like this guy's a boomer (laughs) And they just called him <laughs> that in the cast list. Him no, I think that's his name. Oh, well, that's that's sad. I wish it was the other way. Yeah, sorry. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, and also the fact that, I mean, this goes without saying, I guess, because, like, KJ Apa plays the same role in everything ever. But the fact that they just they just made him another, like, martyr like they did on Riverdale, but, like, a stupid martyr that, like, dies for nothing type of thing. Yeah. yeah. And they they failed because every time and everything that he does like i don't like him like yeah. i didn't hate him as much as i hate archie in this but i'm still like who even are you like in the beginning of the movie he like was shooting hoops on like a road with no one there and he was like 
the crowd goes wild oh, or whatever. And it's like, is this a 2005 right now? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> dude, shut up. Right. Like, literally, he just opens his mouth and I'm like, why are you, why do you have lines? Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Just look pretty. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm like, he is very attractive, but like, he's so nasty to me because of the characters he's he played. just right. he is to me the redheaded noah centineo <laughs> yes jill precisely but that's precisely what like, he is i feel like noah knows his place yeah right and like, kj appa thinks that he is like better than what he is yeah like noah noah takes bad movies because like he's like yeah like this is my role but yeah. KJ, I feel like he's a little lost and he's just like, let me take any type of movie or role I can get and be bad in all of them. <laughs> right. I I think... <laughs> Y'all mind if I suck at this role? <laughs> KJ, I felt like he really thinks he's doing something. Like in this movie, I, like, I think he thinks he's like a Shia LaBeouf type of character. Oh my God. It's like, no, sir. No. Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't understand. No. God, I wish this happened to Shia LaBeouf. Oh well, oh. he is a bad person. He, yeah, he abused FKA Twigs. Oh. You should read up on that because it's it was pretty like intense. Bad. Yeah. When did that come out? Um, I think earlier this year. Okay, so I think not it, that behind. Yeah. 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 It was either earlier this year or like, or like late fall, like that. Because yeah. I remember it. It. It was. I saw a lot of articles about it, and I was like, "Damn!" I mean. I, you know like i knew that he was up to something because i had heard negative things about him before but i didn't realize that he was like straight up an abuser yeah, yeah you knew he bad. was up to something mischievous <laughs> right. <laughs> right i was sus for sure yeah, he's got weird vibes <laughs> right after yeah. the actual cannibal song came out and he was like in the audience clapping i'm like wait what you remember that song this. actual cannibal shia labeouf this Wait, was like okay. a, this so was like was a cultural like moment. It, like, I feel like I'm unlocking a memory right now. I do kind of remember. I remember seeing him clapping and something like that. Yeah, but I don't. Oh my god, I need to like. Pan, it's like a like choir of people singing a song about the story of them like being attacked by <laughs> actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf, and then they like pan to the audience, and he's just like the only person sitting there in a completely empty auditorium, and he's like clapping like really dramatically like he loved it so much no i remember this now yeah it's i'm like, looking it up and yeah so I remember why this. did that happen i don't Who know right that? like what <laughs> what was the like the origin story of that i don't know yeah. like was that like produced as a short or was that like him and some buddies or like <laughs> what the how was that or was he even involved in the original thing i don't know yeah or was he like haha this is funny i'll make a cameo yeah i don't know it's Definitely strange. Yeah. Definitely something. Yeah. Are you looking it up, Shaysal? I'm looking it up, and there, I found an article that says Shia LaBeouf Best Moments, and there's a picture of him in a paper bag at some award show. It's like, I'm not famous anymore with his eyes cut out. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, that was He's a different so thing, edgy. but yeah. <laughs> I remember that. God. Yeah. He thinks he's deep. Literally, so like KJ. he really does. He like, really Dude, does. Nobody cares. He's he's irrelevant at this point. Sorry, but not sorry because he's also an abuser and he should probably be deplatformed now. So I completely agree. Yeah, 
I can't remember. I wish I remembered what it was, but there was definitely like some weird shit that he was doing before too that already kind of like made people suss about him. I'm pretty sure he got into like some type of a car accident or like a DUI or something like that. I think he was like having a public substance abuse problem. Well, remember the video where he's like, just do it. Oh yeah. He had like severe anger issues too. And he's like screaming in the video and like crunching or whatever. I I think he like was attacking, not like full on attacking people, but like getting in their faces and screaming yeah interesting yeah <laughs> you know just casual just normal things yeah, yeah. Normal things people <laughs> do. it's just like so bizarre right yeah. all right guys should we wrap it up for this week yeah why don't we i think so yeah does anybody have anything else to say about songbird the beautiful <laughs> unfortunately movie? no finishing thoughts on songbird <laughs> i i think i no thoughts at all honestly no, no thoughts at all <laughs> Not even vibes, actually. Just nothing. (laughs) No thoughts, no vibes. Literally. (laughs) It just was like... I just... Like, I knew what was happening the whole time, but I also had no idea what was happening the whole time. Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for listening, guys. You can find our podcast on Spotify and SoundCloud. New episode every Tuesday. Um, And, yeah, thank you for supporting so far. And thank you for all of our friends for listening. We love you. And to new friends. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love you guys. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.